welcome to Trust and Evil. I'm Sam. And I'm Bryony. And we are number four. Four, case number four, season two. Yeah. I like to get that bit. Season two. <laughs> season two. Um, we're literally recording straight after another, but we have to because we need a life. Yeah. And research and we life. We say we need a life, but we need just to... Breathe. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say I've got a life. But... No, I'm going to tomorrow though. I am going to make a conscious effort to up to put, pop a little bit bits on our page because there's so many cases going on at the minute. Yeah. Um. So I'll, I've been a bit slack, but I will pop them on. Okay. Cool. So yes, yeah, so there's there's so many children that that um that's cases are going on. So yeah. So in the next few days, I'll pop a load on. Yeah. For people. Okay. So if you're not following us on Facebook, go and follow. Pop us. on over there. Trusting evil. Yeah. Can I say um, hi? Like I said, this is Sam's case, so... Yeah, and this is a slightly different one. So we put a poll up on Facebook back along. Another reason to go on Facebook, we do polls. <laughs> We're who? We're and so cool. asked if um, you'd like us to cover some 911-999 calls. Um, and everyone, it was a yes. Everyone said yes. So that's what I thought I'd do Was it just me that week. said yes? <laughs> no, there are quite a few, actually. At least two people. No, what? Joking. Me and you. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But it is slightly different this week because obviously we usually cover the domestic violence and child cases and stuff like that. Um, now, I had planned to do two or three cases in this one episode. However, this but... one is so long that I've only got time to just talk about this one case. And it's neither domestic violence or child abuse. But this was the very first 911 call that really stuck out for me and I believe it's the first one that got you hooked because it, this one affected me so much this one's awful it took me a little while to listen to this one because you said it was so awful yeah and then I listened to someone I was like it can't be as bad as these and yeah. I was like oh my god it is bad it's yeah it's just so sad yeah like I said it's not the most brutal or violent one but it, it's just horrible and like I said it stuck with me so I thought the first one I have to do has to be this one all I can say in this case is compassion yeah that's all you need Cost in life. Nothing. Yeah. So little, especially if you're in a job role like like that. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, I'll just let you crack on and I'll just intervene when I need to. Okay. Right, so we are gonna play quite a long clip um during this because I want to play you the whole clip, basically. I don't want to miss a bit. I want to play you the whole clip. So that will be coming up. So I think we'll begin with just sort of talking about Dispatches, yes. Dispatches. So, you know, I think they are amongst the lesser appreciated and talked about first responders out there. But yeah, they don't really um you don't think of them, do you so no. much? But you know, without them, the whole system wouldn't work. No. They are your first port of call, quite literally. Yeah. And normally they're pretty good. Yeah. I've never had one that's well, I've never really had to do it, but if I have, I've never had like an, an awful one. one. Yeah, no, I can't say. The only thing I get kerfuffled on is when you ring. Say you're ringing for an ambulance, right? And you ring, you just you ring nine nine. In your head, you're going straight through, and you're like, "Yeah, I need an ambulance." Like, so ambulance, please, or yeah. And you're like, "Oh yeah, shit, ambulance." Yeah, I've actually got to say more. Yeah, <laughs> so, so you get those little people first to yeah. connect you. So they 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 don't get recognition. No, but they're, who are they're they? all who are important. They? I don't know. I wonder who they are. Where they sit? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So there are a lot of training. Uh, there are. There is a lot of training that goes into being a dispatcher. Well, you know firsthand. I do. Yeah. I trained for one one one, which, um, if you're not in England, it's sort of the non-emergency out of hours. So if there's something wrong and you need to be seen or advised that night, 
but you can't obviously get a doctor's appointment or weekend whatever these are who you phone um but you do get emergency calls there as well because you get people that really do need to see someone but they're that kind of person where they're like oh they don't want to bother anyone and they don't think they're worth an ambulance and that so they ring you at 111 and you're like no you you really need some help right now or i know people that just phone ambulances because they think they can't breathe you but know. they ring him themselves yeah. and say i can't breathe yeah <laughs> but the ambulance has to then come out yeah because um they can't not no because they can't if you if you need one say you need try one, not to do that to. yeah only try... do it if you need to yeah if you if you're talking you're breathing so i mean you don't have to ring an ambulance yeah but what what these operators do like it is out of this world they have to stay calm like in any situation sometimes it is a pain in the ass because oh, you do you... get your bullshit people just yeah ring it up. you get people ring up like you see it on the telly don't you ring up and they're like um my light switch has gone like, or you get little old late little old, not just you get you get some people just ring up just to chat to them yeah do you know what when i was um doing 111 i had a phone call once and it was a foreign lady. I don't know where she was from, but she was ringing up to tell us that her water heater had broken. She had no hot water. Oh man! And just, we got... were saying, do you do you have a medical issue? And she was yeah, because like, you have to, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Is there a medical issue? And she's like, well, I can't have a shower because it's cold. <laughs> and I literally just had to like, after sort of a few minutes prompting, is there anything medically wrong with you? And she yeah. was nothing. I was like, well, I have to end the call because there's nothing wrong. And she was like, well, it's cold, and my landlord won't do anything. And we're like, <laughs> not the reason we're here love not at yeah all. like you need to just uh, maybe get hot maybe bring a plumber and then yeah your landlord. yeah <laughs> but you do oh, get your man. time wasted and you do get people they that are callers all the time and they are flagged on the system mm. yeah so. well this is what i said about the ambulance too that that kept having to come up to my house because of somebody i was like we're not blacklisted are we because um my mum like sometimes actually does need an ambulance yeah serious so twice now and he was like no no you didn't come up in the system as blacklisted i was like thank god for that because can you imagine <laughs> yeah if you, like yeah because my mum i had to phone the ambulance for my mum um we were covid testing her and it wasn't coming up and she was really really poorly yeah I remember. and i ended up phoning the ambulance and they were like, how are you even breathing? Like, your oxygen levels are really, really low. Yeah. And they had to take her in. And she was on oxygen for God knows how many days. So it's like, don't do it. Because if you get blacklisted, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. And there are people out there that need it. I remember when my mum, God bless her, she passed away. But when she was dying, she couldn't breathe. And she was in so much pain. And I rang an ambulance. Or I rang 999. And because she, I mean, she was struggling to breathe, but she could breathe um we had to wait and wait and wait and wait and she got worse and worse and worse so So i rang and rang and rang by the time the ambulance actually came they said you know we should have been here earlier yeah and you're like really but what what you know what could you do because i offered to take her up there but they were like no you have to wait for an ambulance because if something happens you haven't got the equipment and it's so frustrating Mm. and i'm sure there are people that had the ambulance that night that generally needed it but the guy the ambulance said we've been to two cases now which was just drunken people being stupid and they didn't need ambulances and why are they telling you that though because i'd be like well i don't know it's probably because i was so panicky and they were just chatting to me i guess but yeah it made me so friggin' angry but what can you do no i know but anyway you know dispatchers operators they have to stay calm in all the situations and but they have to also be able to gather all the important information all the necessary stuff you know what we should do Mm. sorry to come up a bit in my head we should use they should charge for time wasters you should get a bill yeah because that would stop stop a lot yeah it it would stop pretty much 99 percent of it i bet yeah but then 
you'd have to go through the whole thing of is it a time waster you know uh, so complicated but yeah but at least if they had something like that it would it would deter, deter. hopefully mm-hmm. like yeah. someone ringing up and saying i can't breathe yeah you're not you you are breathing you're talking that yeah. frustrated me that was so angry yeah. i was like you're breathing you're talking or even ring in 999 when something like 111 is available yeah and you could ring you know 999 is for you're mm-hmm. about to die yeah. or bleeding out and you know yeah. stuff like that it's yeah. not i'm coughing quite a bit you yeah. know <laughs> yeah exactly go on but yeah going. it's a high pressure job as any sort of first responding is i think you do also then get the um calls like on the other side of the coin and it's mental health related yeah which you know then that opens up a whole new box does that warrant ringing an ambulance and stuff for no it doesn't but then these people are going through issues and that so there should be something out there for them as well but there's not most of the time so you find 911 callers paramedics are sent out or talking to these people because they are genuinely in need of help but it's, but it's not, not medical ambul- yeah well this is yeah that, that's what and, happens you know yeah. the the call operators the paramedics more often than not they're not trained to deal with med- mental health they're not um uh counselors or you know mental health people but there they are dealing with these people because there's nothing else there so basically big up to all first responders i think if you're nice yeah if If you do your job properly then you should have a medal every day yeah definitely because you do (laughs) deal with an awful lot so this week's case is about a 911 caller that wasn't that great and the lady that needed help suffered because of it. So I will jump straight into it. This is the call of Debbie Stevens, and to my mind, the absolutely appalling 911 caller, Donna, I think it's pronounced Rainew. So just a bit of background is um, Debbie Stevens taught preschool at Eastside Baptist Church. I think it's Arkansas, I'm not sure. Yeah, Arkansas. Um, She would uh, also deliver papers in the early hours of the morning. Now, on the 24th of August 2019, Debbie was delivering newspapers for the Southwest Times record. Um, It was horrible stormy weather and the SUV that she was driving got swept away in in the flood and got trapped amongst some trees. Now, Debbie then called her mother-in-law and told her what was happening. She worked for her mother-in-law though, didn't she? I think with... Okay. But it's not really... I know they were both teachers, and I think her mother-in-law also did the papers. Yeah, I'm sure she did, yeah. Um, but when she assessed... When Debbie assessed how bad her situation was, she realised that she really needed proper help and called the emergency I services. I don't think it was... It wasn't, like, forecasted to be so bad, was it? No, I think there was a storm forecasted, but, but it was not quite like yeah. it was. Yeah. So at 4.38am, panicking, with water pouring into the car, and it was rising around her at this point, Debbie placed a 911 call. Now, due to the weather being so terrible, there was a lot of 911 calls being made at this time. And then for some reason, Debbie was calling number 15. So what's the chat to wait in a queue? I don't know. I think she got through, but I think she was the 15th caller. That's what I got from what I've read into. Okay, right. Yeah. Um, She got through to Donna. Donna. Now, Donna, Donna, Donna. Donna, Donna, Donna. As I said, I think Donna just handled this appallingly i think donna should be charged i don't think she ever uh, like yeah. she struck off wasn't she well i will tell you i will oh, okay. tell you but just wait so i don't know some people might not think this is a big deal but I, I can't bloody get over it i really can't like i said this case affected me like crazy so given that i think 
it's probably the best place to play the clip and it is yeah. quite a long clip and we'll have a chit chat after yeah making her the 15th caller in line for help Alan, when where's your emergency i'm having an emergency a severe emergency i'm in a flooding my car is good off the road while i'm doing my newspapers and i'm flooded over here on the end of kincaid and it's all the way up to my windows and i can't get out and i'm scared to death ma'am can you please help me i need you to calm down i need you to tell me where you are I'm on the, I don't know, ma'am. I'm on the end of Kincaid down here by these apartments. There's some apartments on Kincaid. I don't know what they're called. What color is your vehicle? On the other side of Kincaid, at the very end of Kincaid Street, there's some apartments. And right. I thought, Do you I have a dark blue car is what I'm asking you? What color is your vehicle? Yeah, dark. It's, it's gray SUV, lady. The, wind, the mortar's all the way up to my windows. Okay, hold on for me. Don't hang up. And it's coming in my windows. I mean, I'm floating in water right now, ma'am, ma'am. And you're at close to the area, 5801 Kincaid? Uh, yes, ma'am. I need help right now. I'm, 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 I'm soaking wet. I'm sick. And I can't, I don't know what to do, ma'am. Okay, what's your name? Debbie Stevens. Please help me. I don't want to die. You're not going to die. Hold on for me. Well, I need to, I, I'm scared. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know the water. I couldn't see the water. And when I came up on it, man, it just all of a sudden hit me. And you're in a gray van? I'm in a gray SUV, a Mazda CX-9. And you are a paper person? Yes, I'm a paper person. Please send somebody fast to get me. I'm scared. Okay, listen so to I can't swim. I can't swim. I'm going to drown. You're not going to drown. Just calm down. Well, ma'am, it's all the way up in my chest. Okay, Please listen to me. I understand. Hold on for me. I'm, I'm scared. I'm sorry. I'm... It's fine to be scared. You have a right to be scared. I'm Hold on scared. <laughs> did, you, did you go off the road into a ditch? No, ma'am. I was in the, in the parking lot of the, of the apartment cutting through to go to my paper route because I couldn't go down 66th Street because it was flooded. And when I got to the end, I didn't see, I couldn't see the water in that driveway. And there was water everywhere. And it just, it just took me away and started pulling me. Just that second me in and then my, then my car died. How long is it going to be, ma'am? My phone's going to die, and I can't charge it. It's going to get wet. It's all the way up. It's all the way up to my neck almost. Okay, hold on for me. Hello? I'm listening to you, so I said hold on for me. Oh, Lord, please help me. Lord, please help me. I don't want to die. Miss Debbie, I need you to calm down and hold on, okay? Oh, I'm scared, ma'am. I'm sorry. I'm scared. I need the cops to come get me. <clears throat> I need
How long is it going to take? I don't have an officer available, so it's going to take a minute. So I'm going to try to get somebody out there to you. Just call them, okay? I'm going to die. It's all the way up to my window, and I'm going to die. You're not going to die. die. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need to go and tell my mommy bye because I don't want to die. Uh, 
the water. We've had some 80 year old kids. It's scary. It's scary. Because I can't swim. <laughs> I think, I even though you can't swim, I think you can still stand up in this. How tall are you? Tall is higher than me. I don't think so. I don't know. I'm only five foot tall. Okay, well, you're not three foot, so you'll be just fine. Okay. <laughs> well, the cops take me to my house. I don't live very far. Of course. Right now, so They're pulling somebody else out the water, and as soon as they do, they'll come to you, so just stay right there, okay? I'm not going nowhere, ma'am. I can't go nowhere. I'm just praying. Will they take me home to my house, ma'am?
Ma'am, please. Hold God, on for me. Please. Hold on. Ladder two. Oh, my God. And it's getting higher and higher. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Number seven is needing you in the area, 5801 Kincaid Avenue. They're trying to come to you. The whole parking lot is flooded. They're trying to find you, okay? So hold on for me. Oh, and I'm at the very back of the I'm at the very back of the end of that road on fifty eight feet. That's what street that is. I didn't know, ma'am. Oh my god, my car just the moon. Oh, ma'am, the car is starting to move, please. Okay, listen to me. I know. I'm I'm trying to get you as help as I can, okay? Just hold on for me. Okay, ma'am, please. I, I know you're die, scared. Please. I know. Hold on for me because I've got to take other calls plus you. And listen okay, to all the ma'am. Okay, ma'am. Okay, okay, ma'am. Okay. 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 Dear Lord, please just get me out. Dear Lord, please come and find me. Dear Lord, please. <laughs> Station one. Number seven is wanting you to go ahead and clip up the boat and get it ready if they should need you. Okay, I, I know. Listen to me. They are in the area. They are trying to find you. They cannot find you right now. I'm trying to ping where you are, so do not hang up because this 911 call is helping me ping your location. So don't don't hang up on me. Okay, where are you moving to? Tell me where it's going. Okay, tell me where you are. Listen to me. Hold on. I'm on the phone with her right now. She is legit freaking out. She said the vehicle is now moving in the water and she doesn't know which way it's going. So stand by. So, what the actual fuck, really? I know it's not the worst thing. Oh, no, I think it is. I think. Is she I... taking up a course? Yeah, which I didn't really understand. I she thought... must be on different headsets. Yeah, I... Maybe you can mute them. I don't know. When when I was working for 111, which I know is England, it's a completely different situation. But when you're on a call, you're just on that call. But they're trained, um, like, they're not trained like us, are they? They're... It's different rules to yeah. different locations. But also, if she, I think this woman, she assessed herself how serious the situation was and didn't believe Debbie when Debbie was sort of saying it was as bad as it was. Yeah. And that's why, why... didn't she ping their location before, neither? <sighs> why? I don't. I really don't know. I, it just there's a lot that doesn't make sense. I mean, I do get that when people ring nine 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 one 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 nine one one whatever, they can make things sound worse than they are. But, like we said earlier, you have to take it at face value. You have to take mm. it for how the person is talking to you because you're not there. You don't no. know different. No. All right, you might suspect it's not as bad, but yeah, you can't just do that. You can't. Yeah. So, you know, who the hell is this woman, A, to tell Debbie that she's not going to die? Mm-hmm. You know, that's so dismissive and condescending to her. You can tell that she's panicking. Yeah. You know, and then Donna pretty much berates Debbie for putting herself into that situation. Yeah. What was it she said? Um, I'm sure she said literally you you went out in the rain and she's going, 
they're not going to drop you to your house. Yeah, and then something like this will teach you not to do it next time. Yeah. And I don't see what you're freaking out about. And it's like your mother-in-law's, you want your mother-in-law to come out in this. Yeah, like she's going to like, oh, well, this is dangerous and you're putting your mother-in-law like that. Yeah. Who the hell is she to even... You don't even know their relationship. No, be like and even if you think it, it's not your fucking place to say. You yeah. are there to help Debbie. like. Yeah. And then she told her to shut up. Yeah. Like, that flabbergasted me. Like, I get Debbie's frantic. You can tell. Like, she is frantic. And, of course, she's, like, scared stiff that she's going to die. Like, anybody would be frantic. If she would have followed it up, like, just maybe once and been like, listen, you have to shut up because I have to listen to them and I and I can't listen to you at the same yeah. time. Can you please just give me a minute yeah. just to listen to them and I will come back to you and we will talk. But there was no talking. No. There was no sympathy. What There wasn't an ounce of sympathy in that call. There wasn't a... Um, she, I know she was sort of being like, oh, you're going to be okay. You're yeah. going to die. But it was the way she was saying it, you know? Yeah. She could have been like, listen, we're going to try our best. We're not going to let you yeah. die. We're really going to try. Like, we're going to get you. Yeah. But it wasn't like that. And I don't think shut up was the right word. Like you said, I do think that... Sometimes it comes out, though, yeah. and you don't mean it You to. know, but then she's had the training in that. It shouldn't just be coming yeah. out. Like, if she said, ma'am, you know, I really need you to calm down and listen to yeah. me and quieting down, else I can't help you. But it's the way she said it. It's like... just her tone, isn't it? That's yeah. the thing. She could have used the word shut up. Yeah. And it could have, could have got away with it. But if it was in a different tone, like I said, if she'd have been like, listen, I just need yeah. you to just shut up just a minute. Like, so I, I can... get she needed Debbie to be quiet. I get that. But then she said, I need to be quiet because I'm taking other calls. Are you taking the piss? Yeah, I don't understand and that And she was taking other calls because you can hear her at some points taking other calls. And then you can hear her laughing at one stage. Yeah. You blatantly I hear think, her laughing. Yeah, there's maybe possibly twice yeah. I sort of heard her like chit-chatting yeah, with somebody else. Like, oh my God, it's a fire. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like that, you, You're there for them. You're yeah. not there to be talking to no, your mate. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Mm-hmm. And then also like Debbie apologizes and thanks so her many times so many times and again who the hell are you to say that her situation isn't dire like you don't fucking know no so right yes i think donna did do her job even if it was to the absolute <laughs> bare minimum of her ability yeah. but i find it so hard to swallow and needless that she was so needlessly rude and condescending i just think it was absolutely disgusting but it turns out that Donna was actually leaving the dispatcher job and the call in which she took Debbie's, um, well, call, um, that was her last shift. Oh, okay. So she didn't really give a shit. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. Do you think she just couldn't be bothered with being like empathetic and a decent human and just sort of fuck it? That's a, you can't answer that because we've never listened to any of other of her calls. No, no. I would imagine they probably got looked into. I would think. I'd yeah, like to think I they would. I don't probably did. Did she ever get, did she, did she get top, did anything happen to her? Well, I will tell you. So, as I said before, Debbie was the 15th caller that was needing help that morning. And Donna did um, bump Debbie up the list in order of emergency. So oh, she well did done, do Donna. that, right? Yeah, well done. So... You know, but I can't help wonder that had Donna reacted differently and not taken it so flippantly that perhaps things might have got done quicker. Or if she'd have got through to somebody else. Yeah, yeah, you just don't know. The thing do is, you, you don't know the calls they were getting, but she explained so many times where she was, and I think at the start, she didn't listen. Mm. So she probably didn't give them the right information at the start. Yeah. So they've gone to the car park or to the street looking for her, yeah. and she's not there, and then she'll know she's at the other end in the car park. Yeah. So then they've got to go all the way down. Whereas she'd have just told them... Yeah, she just automatically assumed that she was just stuck somewhere, and it wasn't that bad, I yeah. think, and, and that was terrible. Yeah. So um, 
It says 12 minutes after Debbie placed the 911 call, rescuers made it to the scene, but I don't understand how that adds up with the amount of time the call was on and they said that they couldn't find her. So maybe they were on the scene but couldn't see her. Because they were given the wrong location. Yeah. Or she wasn't pinged or, you know, you just don't don't know. know. But, um, however, however long it took for them to get on the scene, it was an hour before they were able to reach the SUV. And was it because where she was, because you know she said, I can see you by the trees. Mm. Did she go past the trees then at that stage? I don't know. But obviously she was stuck in the trees and then the SUV started moving, but I don't know how, how far it got. I be? don't know. But however, it like I said, it took just less than an hour for them to get to Debbie. And sadly, by this time, water had engulfed the SUV and Debbie drowned. Um, now, attempts were made to revive her, but at this point, like efforts were just useless. So there wasn't any point. So... An internal investigation by Fort Smith Police Department concluded that Donna did violate policy by being rude to Debbie, but there was no evidence of criminal negligence um, and that she did not, it it didn't warrant losing her job over, which she was leaving anyway. So Donna faced no consequences for the manner in which she handled Debbie's call, which I just think no consequence. All right, she doesn't need to be put in prison or anything like that, but no consequences I think is just terrible. Yeah, I yeah, it's difficult. That's a hard one, really. It is because what what would you do? But at the same time, it's it's a disgusting call. Yeah, imagine if that was your mum or your sister yeah. or your auntie or somebody. And you obviously, this call was as important as Debbie said it did because mm-hmm. she lost her life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's horrible, right? So the interim police officer chief had this to say. We'll say the manner that she spoke during this conversation would would probably have been addressed, but it would have been more of a rudeness, um, quality of service type complaint. However, nothing will come of it. The chief says the dispatcher put in her two weeks notice before this, and that call came on her last day and final shift. Can't investigate someone who no longer works here. However, uh, an investigation into our policies, our responses, our dispatch center. I've been in communication with the fire chief. We're looking at uh, what we can do to maybe increase uh, training. Again, like there's no no sympathy. Has no. anyone even said sorry? They yeah. don't, do they? They no. don't say I'm sorry. But then if they say they're sorry, it's submitting liability, isn't it? But the it? thing is, as well, like. How do you investigate someone that's no, how do you investigate someone that no longer works for us? It's like well, that's you like could investigate saying, them. Why investigate a murderer? Because the person's already dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can. There should be some consequences. A fine, something. She should have had something. She should. The, the thing is, it's just the way she spoke to her. The yeah. whole call. There was nothing. Oh, you're not going to die. No. Oh, you, you shouldn't have gone out in it. Oh, yeah. well, this will teach you next time. I don't think how Donna handled the call particularly contributed to Debbie's death. No. Well, no, I is, do. Is there a chance that things could have been different? Yeah, but we'll never know. But her, like Donna didn't do anything that made Debbie die. She just didn't possibly get help there quick enough. Who knows? But The thing is, she said so many loads of people rang in on you. Yeah. Then she said people were watching me. So, so did, why didn't they know where she was? Exactly. So I reckon she'd moved. I re- basically the calls they've had in on her, they've gone. I've got her on the phone. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Not like, oh, where are you? Where yeah. About you? You, that, so and again, hung up and didn't get any information. The training's not yeah. there because if surely you could be like, get get your I get the address because at least I've got that address. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. Got pen and paper. Debbie said to begin with that she wasn't entirely sure where she was. Mm-hmm. You know, she couldn't say 
well, I'm at this street, this street, Yeah, because she blah, said, blah, I blah, don't blah. know where it goes to or something, Yeah, it was something like that. She knew the flats were there, but she didn't know what the name yeah. was. or It was something like that. But, you know, it just wasn't done properly, was it? No. And I think being a dispatcher, even if it's your last shift, good people skills are a must. Like, yeah. it just is, what you know. Yeah, you have to have that. You have to you have that compassion. Be, yeah, you need to be able to support the person yeah. going through what they're going last through. Last shift or not. Yeah. You think on your last shift, you, you'd be even yeah. better. And <laughs> even if you don't believe they're in a dire situation, you're still there to support them. It's your bloody job. Yeah. And, you know, again, you could tell Debbie was like, scared and she said something like that didn't she oh she's freaking out yeah, yeah of course I know, she's freaking yeah. out oh she's freaking and the way she said it oh i've got this lady on the phone she's freaking out yeah it's like, like uh, yeah just belittling what poor mm. debbie was going through mm. and i really hope that donna doesn't take this lightly because you know she got away scot-free for handling this i mean she was one of the last voices if not the last voice that debbie heard mm-hmm. and yeah. and there was no compassion whatsoever. no yeah. no compassion whatsoever she was belittling she was condescending she was just a bitch basically mm. so yeah that that pretty much concludes this case and oh i will say though um debbie's family obviously heard the call at some point and they did um forgive donna for the way that she spoke to debbie which i think is lovely because i'm not sure knowing that that was the last thing my loved one heard i don't know if i'd be so gracious i am not a forgiving type no <laughs> So um, it's really difficult. I wouldn't forgive somebody if that if that no, happened to one of my family. But then it? it takes a big person to forgive somebody. Yeah, it takes it, it does. Takes a lot. And they were obviously religious, and I think you know that forgiveness a is a lot. Part, yeah, but I mean, good for them. But I'd I'd be bitter for a long time. Does it um does it make you feel better? I don't know. You don't know, do you? No. But yeah, that's a, it's an awful case. I think to be fair, there was another podcast. I was going to say it at the start, and I forgot they did this case. So I'll link them. Oh, this exact case? They did it completely differently to us. Oh, right. Okay. Um, they did quite a few of them. It's quite interesting. Yeah. Um, I'll link them on our Facebook page. Okay, just cool. Because they've done it and I've heard it. I'd be interested to listen to that. They're, um, they're, 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 they say what they think. Okay, cool. Way. They're very. More yeah. than us? Yes. Oh, yay. Yes, they do, yeah, <laughs> they do definitely say what they think. Oh, but right. um, good for them. Yeah. Because sometimes I actually don't, because I think, oh, I can't bother with the fucking shit. Fall out from it. it, yeah. So, yeah, good for them. Stick to what you want to say. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But, yeah, it's an interesting case. We'll definitely do some more. Cause yeah, some and I, did, I have got some lined up, which are a bit more um, domestic violence and, I guess, gritty is more the word. Because, like I said, I know that wasn't particularly violent or anything like that. Oh, it's that, tragic, though, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, like I said, this one really... Even I've listened to so many of them now, and that one is always the one that I remember. So, yeah, yeah it really hit me. So Yeah, definitely. That's why. But, yeah, we have got more lined up. So, if you like it, let us know. Yeah. We're more than happy to do a few more like this. Obviously, not every week, but I think it's a bit of a change, isn't it, from our normal way? Yeah, so definitely. Nice to change it up Yeah, sometimes. exactly. Right. Well, much love, everyone. Have yeah. a nice week, and um, we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.